The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we will discuss the most memorable wins, losses, and ties in the college football history of the USC Trojans. This program is simply, in one word, exemplary. 11 national championships, 7 Heisman Trophy winners, 3 legendary Hall of Fame national championship coaches, perhaps the most stunning upset in college football history, Two touchdowns in less than one minute to propel an upset, one epic run to win a battle of the heavyweights, one explosion in 16 minutes and 44 seconds to propel an epic comeback, one loss to an unstoppable quarterback in the national championship, one second half collapse to derail the perfect season, one defensive meltdown to a rival, one loss to a giant killer, one powerful attack, and one tie on a wet field. Most stunning win, USC 7, Duke 3, January 2nd, 1939, the Rose Bowl. I don't mean to overspeak here, but I find no loss in the annals of college football history more stunning than this loss. Had the game been 40 seconds shorter, Duke would have amassed a feat. They would have gone undefeated, untied, and unscored upon for the entire season. As it is, this Duke team was one of only three teams since 1920 to procure the feat in the regular season. Here is the big picture. USC, down to its fourth string quarterback, Doyle Nave, completed three passes in the closing minutes. The last, an 18-yard touchdown to Al Kruger with 40 seconds remaining, to come from behind and win 73. Had just a single one of those passes fell incomplete or had a fourth string quarterback not had the drive of his life, the 1938 Duke Blue Devils would have most assuredly been considered one of the greatest teams in the history of college football. And now for the game itself. This game was a scoreless tie for three quarters and it had evolved into a clash of punting between Granny Lansdale and Mickey Anderson. With time running out in the third quarter, Duke's George McCaffrey had a 26-yard punt return to USC's 49-yard line. A Tipton to McCaffrey pass set Duke up at the USC 25. And a few plays later, now in the fourth quarter with 14 minutes remaining in the game, Duke's Tony Ruffer kicked a field goal to give the Blue Devils what must have really looked like an insurmountable 3 to nothing lead. Again, they had not yielded a point all season. And then here's what happened. With two minutes remaining in the game, USC was on Duke's 35-yard line. USC's coach Howard Jones made the gamble of a lifetime and sent in the fourth-string quarterback, Doyle Nave, to try to generate something. And this singular move forever changed the course in the annals of college football history. Nave completed two consecutive passes to Al Kruger. That moved USC to the 16-yard line. With 40 seconds remaining, he threw a touchdown pass to Kruger to secure what many consider the greatest upset in the history of college football. But attention must be paid to three other games. USC 21 to lane 12, January 1st, 1932, the Rose Bowl. With dreams of a national championship, Coach Bernie Bierman's two-lane green wave entered the game 11-0. USC was 9-1. Playing in front of over 83,000 fans, USC took a 7-0 lead in the halftime. Then, in the third quarter, USC's Hall of Fame halfback, Ernie Pickett, who, up to that game, had made his reputation as a phenomenal blocking back, 
took over. At the 28-yard line, USC gave the ball to Pickert, who reversed field and ran it 28 yards for a touchdown. On the ensuing possession, Tulane fumbled, and Pickett recovered the fumble for the Trojans. Three plays later, Pickett scored again, scoring two touchdowns in less than a minute to increase the lead to 21 to nothing and erase Tulane's dream of a perfect season and a national championship. USC 21, UCLA 20, November 18, 1967. Number one, UCLA 7-0-1, faced number four, USC 8-1. This was a battle of the heavyweights between longtime crosstown rivals, UCLA, who was led by Gary Beeman, who would go on to win the Heisman Trophy that season, and USC, who was led by O.J. Simpson, who was a Heisman candidate and would go on to win the Heisman the following year. With 10.38 left in the game, UCLA was leading 20-14, to 14, and UCLA had USC pinned third and seven at their own 36-yard line. What followed was a place in the college football lore. O.J. Simpson's interlacing 64-yard touchdown run that may be the most famous run in the history of college football, won the game for the Trojans. And then there was USC 55, Notre Dame 24, November 30th, 1974. Stunning and still unbelievable to this day. Legendary coaches John McKay and Arapasijan face off in Arapasijan's last regular season game. Number six, USC entered the game 8-0-1. Number five, Notre Dame entered it 8-1-1. Notre Dame led 24 to nothing in the second quarter when Pat Hayden hit Anthony Davis, the same Anthony Davis who two years earlier had torched Notre Dame for six touchdowns for a touchdown to cut the lead to 24 to seven going into halftime. Then in the second half, the floodgates opened. A dam gave way. Pick your parable. The second half started with a 102 yard kickoff return by Davis. And then in a span of 16 minutes and 44 seconds of game time, USC scored 55 points to secure the unbelievable comeback. Again, that was in 16 minutes and 44 seconds, 55 points. Most stunning loss. Texas 41, USC 38, January 4th, 2006, Rose Bowl. The hype for this game was out of the world. And what was even more stunning, this game exceeded the expectations. In front of over 93,000 Rose Bowl fans and a BCS National Championship audience, both teams entered the game undefeated. Number one, USC 12-0. Number two, Texas 12-0. USC was going for its third straight national championship, was on a seemingly unstoppable 34-game winning streak and had two Heisman winners on its team, the only team in history to boast that feat. Texas, well, they were equally formidable. The Longhorns were on a 19-game winning streak and had a quarterback who was to become a legend that evening in perhaps one of the greatest, or some say the greatest championship game ever played with an arsenal of future NFL talent on the field. Quarterback Vince Young brought Texas back from a 38-26 deficit with 6.42 to play. And on fourth and five with 19 seconds to play, he took matters into his own hands as he darted nine yards for the game-winning touchdown. That night, Vince Young accounted for 467 yards. 267 through the air, 200 on the ground, and three touchdowns. But attention must be paid to four of the games. California 38, USC 7, November 5th, 1921. USC entered the game 6-0 and entertained dreams of a national championship. But they faced the legendary coach Andy Smith's California Golden Bears, the Wonder Team, who entered the game 6-0-1, who were riding a 15-game winning streak and was the defending national championship. This was a battle of the heavyweights. In a closely contested first half, Cal led 14 to 7, but in the second half, Cal fell back on their screen pass, taking the Trojans by surprise. Cal lit up the scoreboard with 31 answered points to secure the win. Both teams would go on to win out the remainder of the season, and Cal would win the national championship. There was Notre Dame 51, USC 0, November 26, 1966. USC entered the game 7 and 2. Notre Dame was 8 0 and 1. It wasn't just the score losing 51 to nothing. It was the opponent that bared a rival, Notre Dame. It was playing at home, and it was Notre Dame's backup quarterback who threw three touchdown passes and 250 yards. 
There was Oregon State 3, USC 0, November 11, 1967. Number one, USC entered the game 8-0. No. Oregon State entered the game 5-2-1. and one. Oregon State had already earned a moniker, the Giant Killers, earlier in the season when they went on the road to defeat number two, Purdue, and tie number two, UCLA. But this felt very different. It was against a number one USC team led by running back O.J. Simpson, who the next year would be awarded the Heisman Trophy. Early in the first quarter, Simpson broke runs of 22 and 18 yards as USC marched down to the Beaver 20-yard line. But the Beavers' defense tightened and forced USC to try a 26-yard field goal. The kick was in a rain-soaked field, and the Trojans' field goal attempt, it went right right. Defenses then took older. Late in the second quarter, the Trojans were driving when USC running back Steve Soge ran for an apparent first down at the USC's 47-yard line. But the ball was knocked loose, and Beaver linebacker Skip Van de Bunt recovered it. Oregon State fullback Bill Earthquake Envart ran for nine yards, and then halfback Billy Martin ran for eight yards for a first down. A few plays later, Oregon State had the ball at the USC 20-yard line. With just over five minutes left in the second quarter, Beaver place kicker Mike Haggett kicked a 30-yard field goal. This proved to be the only points of the day and secured that the Giant Killers would strike again that day with the biggest kill in Beaver history. And then it was Arizona 13, USC 10, October 10, 1981. Arizona entered the game 2-2 two and two in a 21-point underdog to number one, USC 4-0, who had outscored opponents by a combined score of 148-53 in the first four games. Playing at the Los Angeles Coliseum in front of over 56,000 fans on USC's first drive, Marcus Allen raced 74 yards for a touchdown. On the ensuing kickoff, the Wildcats fumbled and a USC field goal followed, and quickly the Wildcats found themselves down 10 to nothing. But the Wildcats defense, led by linebacker Ricky Hunley, who shut out the powerful USC attack the rest of the way, did not allow USC to cross Arizona's 42-yard line after the eight-minute mark of the first quarter. Arizona trimmed the lead to 10 to 6 with two field goals, and in the third quarter, here's what happened. University of Arizona had first down at their 41-yard line, a six-yard run by Daryl Nelson, and a 12-yard reception by Mark Keel, a nine-yard run by Bill Redman, and three consecutive plays put the ball at the 32-yard line of USC. Three plays later, quarterback Tom Tunnicliffe was sacked for a 12-yard loss. The next play, he completed a 25-yard pass to Brad Anderson, and two plays later, a 13-yard touchdown pass to Vance Johnson with two seconds left in the third quarter gave Arizona a 13-10 lead. The Wildcats defense kept powerful USC at bay in the fourth to secure the stunning upset. Most stunning tie, USC 0, Cal 0, October 20th, 1928. USC entered the game 3-0 and would win out the remainder of the season to finish undefeated and win the national championship. California entered the game 3-0 and would go on to finish the season 6-2-2. Playing at Cal in front of over 80,000 fans, neither team came close to scoring with four minutes left to play. USC finally got some momentum driving to the Cal 20-yard line, but through an interception. USC said after the game, there was no grass, no dirt, and the field was warded down, and that was done to slow them up. This lone tie prevented the perfect season for the Trojans. Thank you for listening to the History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode. (laughs) 